and now. Welcome to can go ahead cancel me segment. Oh yeah, I'm a bit nervous about this one. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna be talking about racism. Everybody's going yay, whoop de doo, yay, because we all love talking about racism and we haven't heard much about it at all, have we? <laughs> oh well. I'm going to take it, you know, it's going to be, I'm not going to do stats and all that bullshit. I'm just going to be like general, like as a fucking 62 year old white woman talking about racism that came from Warren and (laughs) I, you know, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this because I don't even know if I have oppression cred. You know, there's such a thing as oppression cred and I'm not sure I have it. I mean... Young people think I don't have oppression grids, (laughs) or they just want me to shut up because boomers just don't have an edit button. Or maybe we just have a sense of humor. (laughs) Because we do still joke about races, but we joke about ourselves too, because we're all douchebags. So anyways, and and I'm not going to use my edit button my itten button tonight so um let me uh, just so you know i'm gonna uh, me i am a cis uh i'm sorry i am a cisgender straight 62 year old white woman (laughs) yes i did say that a cisgender oh yeah i just for all my you know co-old people I had to Google this shit, too, because I heard it on the TV, and I'm like, what the fuck is a cisgender? Cisgender. (laughs) Let me give you the definition of a cisgender. Cisgender is when a person identifies as their gender that they were born with. Oh, my God, my fucking head hurts. (laughs) I had to read that like 12 times. And it's not a girl thing, you know, you know, guys are cisgenders too, you know, so a man could be a cisgender man. So if a guy says he's a cisgender male, boomers, it's not that he's telling you he's a sissy. (laughs) It means he's happy with his wiener. Very happy. So I guess it's replacing he's normal. You're not supposed to say someone's normal. Even though most people are heterosexual. Doesn't mean we hate homosexuals. Jesus Christ. Now we have to call ourselves cisgenders. I'm a cisgender. I don't know. It sounds kind of gay to me. (laughs) Boom. There we go. Go ahead. Cancel me. Go ahead. Cancel me. Wow. 
That was kind of good, huh? I think that was kind of good. Let me do it again. Go ahead. <laughs> Cancel me. <laughs> it was better the first time. Sorry. I put you through that. Anyways. So, who fucking cares? Really? Who cares if they're happy with their wieners or not? Unless you're going to bang them. Oh, why do you need to know what they're all about right in their title? <laughs> Hello there. I'm a cisgender. Like, fuck you. My name is Peggy. That's all you need to know. Look at me and judge for yourself. It ain't good, but do it. Oh, Jesus. I just want to keep my oppression cred so I could talk about whatever I want. I'm a woman. Do I get a little bit for that? I think I do because they put it in Delta Airlines or whatever that they're going to give women a bigger shot at being flying planes. So we're all going down. We're going to get look at our partners and go, I know we're dying, honey, and we're going to hit the ground, but at least it's a woman pilot. And hopes, hopefully she's a black woman. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I love you. Bye-bye now. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, God. I hope I don't lose my victim status. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. Okay, let's talk about the racism things. Let's go ahead and talk about that because that's going to be fun. Oh, my God. Let's talk about the hate that the media is telling us Americans that... We feel for each other. We hate each other, remember? We do. We hate each other because they're telling us that. Because they want to control us. I don't give a fuck if you think I'm nuts. That's what they want us to do. Because everyday life, I don't see it. You you see these videos on YouTube all the time where all these <laughs> all these all these people are fighting. But it's a big country, man. It's not that many people if you look at the percentage. So you see these all these white people, black people. And, and let me ask you something. Why are they always fighting at a fast food restaurant? What the fuck? They're always fighting. At a, I think we need to get rid of fast food restaurants. That's where all the racism is. Well, unless you go to a fast food. Well, uh, well oh, I screwed up there. If if a fat and a fat white girl and a black girl are fighting over a French fry that fell to the floor, Jesus! They take the five second rule pretty seriously. <laughs> That's all I see. These videos are designed to—I don't care—designed to separate us. And to divide us. And politicians are fucking loving it. Because the more we hate each other, the more they think we need them. They really do. So do the big tech companies. So they all do. Anybody in power. The power protect the power. Doesn't matter which side, by the way. And besides, and it, I got to be honest with you, I don't think it's working. I might be kind of over positive or something, but dude, everyday life. Do you guys see it? I don't see it. I don't see the hate. I I don't see the hate at grocery stores. I don't see the hate with my coworkers, with my customers. 
I don't see the hate in my neighborhood. I'm in a mixed neighborhood, mostly Muslims, Indians. Nobody, nobody's fucking with each other. Jeez. When you dine out, I, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Do you see it? Do you see all the hate that they're telling us that, that is out there? I, I don't. And they sh- they they magnify the the worst of our country, so we think that that's the norm. I mean, when you know, when I was young, oh my God, it was awful. I lived in Warren. I mean, Warren was really really white. <laughs> We didn't have any white kids at our school. We had one for about a minute. I mean, it was bad. In 78, I dated a black guy. That was that was pretty crazy. And I was raised with a really, like, liberal parents that didn't, uh, you know, liberal, the real term liberal, not now. But they were, you know, we weren't allowed to say the N-word. We, you know... It we, we it just wasn't a racist house, which I thank God because my grandfather was pretty frickin' racist. But you know, I I dated a black guy when I, in 1978, and that's kind of that's kind of risky, not risky, but it was crazy. I and when I we, him and I went to a bar and they asked for three pieces of ID, picture ID. Who has three pieces of picture ID? <laughs> You know, I knew what they were doing. It was awful. It really was. But I have no regrets. Oh, well, I have a regret. I never slept with a guy. Jesus. What the hell? So I went back. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I used to do some stand-up jokes about this. I don't even think I could do them now because, you know, people would be like, me, 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 me. But it was, you know, I thought it was funny jokes. But uh, so, so I, my point is telling you about this that I'm not saying that racism never had happened, and I know it still does. I get it, but it's not prevalent. It's not everyday life. Like uh, now they're saying white supremacy. Everybody's a white supremacist. All white people are white supremacists. What the hell? Where do they get... The, now we're not just racist. We're white supremacists. That's the new buzzword. Let me give you the definition of white supremacist. A person who believes that white race is inherently superior to other races and that white people should have control over. <laughs> I am really white, and I've been white for 62 years. I honestly don't know any white supremacist. I, I don't. Do you? Do, do, and I lived in Warren. I, I think this is the most ridiculous thing. Like, if we are trying to control uh, people of color, <laughs> we suck at it. I mean, if we, if, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> if we, 
if we were white supremacists, why would we have black governors? Why would we have black police chiefs? Why would we have black mayors? Why would we hire black people? Why would we go to our black doctors? Why would we have a black president? Why would we have a black secretary of state? And why would we have a black vice president? They weren't voted in by only black people or or people of color. White people voted for these people. So if we're all supremacists, we suck at it. And it's disgusting. White people are 73% of the population, roughly. I mean, I'm no stat, so let's not, you know, I'm no genius. I'm no college grad. I'm not a, but I I have logic. And this is, this is ridiculous. And it's, it's bullshit. It's disgusting. If anybody ever called me one of the a white supremacist to their my face, I'd knock them out. Oh, don't be violent, Peggy. Peggy, violence is not the answer. <laughs> Unless you're in uh, Portland. Then it's the answer. But please, violence is not the answer. Hey, I could cut a bitch. I'll take it. Just kidding. God. So maybe we should just accept that everybody are, all races are dicks. We're all dicks. We're all sinners. We're all not perfect. We all say things we aren't supposed to say. You think like Asian families don't sit there and make fun how stupid white people are? Or uh, Middle Eastern families don't make fun of how (laughs) white and black people are all living apart and all broke? <laughs> oh my god they they know how to do money and if that's racist i don't give a shit because it's true they come here they flourish it's awesome i mean i had i i gotta admit i this guy pissed me off i put it on facebook he was picking his feet. He was Indian. Him and his family, all 12,000 of them, were sitting at my desk. And he was picking his feet like a foot away from me. Now, I was disgusted. And um, I don't know. May, I, don't, I don't get it. And maybe it's a culture thing. I don't know. But if my dad was sitting at somewhere, I mean, all his kids and grandkids were there, whatever, whoever they were. And... I would say, Dad, put your foot away. You aren't in your bathroom. You know what I mean? It was gross, and I was pissed. So I figured, okay, he's being a dick. That's a dick move. But I'm sure he. I've done dick moves to Indian people, too. They're at home going, oh, she's a. she's got a dick move. So we're all dicks. That's my point. Nobody's perfect. We don't everybody says things but in the heart i don't want to hurt him i don't want his people to leave i'm happy they're here they're buying a car for me they're they have their own businesses they they're awesome so that's my point i was pissed off i got over it i you know didn't wait on indians for a couple days but um (laughs) yeah i don't care i i you know it's just it's just how how it is. It's the reality of it. Nobody wants to hurt. Well, I shouldn't say nobody, but most people are good people. Like what Charles Barkley said, most people are good people. So don't listen to these 
fucking media people. Don't watch these videos where people are killing or hurting each other because they're the minority. When you see it in your, if you see it in front of you, stop it. <laughs> you got to stop it. You got to stand up. You got to, you got to do what's right. And I know people that have. And uh, I think I have in a few instances. And um, anyways, labels are ridiculous. We all have to stop um, doing the labels, dividing each other. We got to stop believing the media. So what the moral of the story is to me is stop believing the media, accept other people because everybody's a dick. Labels are ridiculous. But I also want to end the story with kind of a positive, but a little sad um, note. Um, a friend of mine that I work with, his sister's very sick. She's dying of cancer and she's in bed. And her sister, he's from Albania. So, you know, his family, he came over here first and she lives in a neighborhood and her next door neighbor are next door neighbors are black. So the black woman knows they're, I don't know if they're friends or whatever, but the black woman has dealt with sickness too. And she came over and my friend said that she, the neighbor came over and started to pray her and her husband because they're Baptists. And they started to sing the gospel. He said it was beautiful. So she was singing a prayer for this Albanian woman that didn't wasn't even born in our in our country. So to that is that is uh, mm, I'm getting a little emotional about this. Sorry, that's like um, you know it's heart to heart. It's human to human. There was no color there. And that's what we need to strive for. And that's what I think this country's about. And we have to remember that. And we have to, um, we just gotta, we just gotta be sweet to each other. And that's, that's it. So, hopefully, <laughs> I'm not canceled. <laughs> but it's how I feel. And uh, I think I think all this shit is going to get better. I'll probably be dead by then. But uh, um, <laughs> hopefully not. I'd love to be in a, being back in the country when people are thriving and, and uh, just accepting one another for their differences and their cultural differences and making fun of each other again and teasing each other. And I just think that's what's necessary we have to keep the sense of humor and and love one love one another not to get corny or whatever but that's how i feel so anyways um stay tuned for um a couple shows i got coming up i'm gonna have derek jc and my husband we're gonna talk to this movie called return to me hey watch it you guys it's it's really a good movie it's a I don't know, the, the beginning of it's a little emotional, but I don't know. I just love this movie. I could, I've watched it, and I don't watch movies over and over again, but I watch this one. So so I kind of paid him back for the Mortal Kombat. So. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit about comedy and stuff like that. 
And um, also, hopefully in the future, I'm going to have Wayne Curto. He is um, the head of SNG. It's a networking group. It's his business. It's awesome. And I recommend joining it if you're an entrepreneur or a salesperson or, you know. Anyways, they do a great job. I'm sure when he's on, he'll tell you about it. And he's a Vietnam vet, which is awesome. And I'm going to have Kevin Wheeler when he comes into town. Hopefully I'm really good at this by then. And uh, I'm a little nervous about having them on because, God, what if I screw up and I can't record it and they spent their time here and stuff like that. So um, I'm going to get one more under my belt and then I'm going to call them up and invite them on. They already said they would do the show. So I'm very excited. Kevin Wheeler was a comic. He um, he opened up for... Um, Howie Mandel at Pine Knob years ago, and he was a cop, and oh, yeah. And both those guys are crazy, crazy. So anyways, that's it, and um, I want to thank you guys for listening. Peggy Beatty here. I'm... <laughs>